Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Today we will be starting a new chapter, chapter 3 of Adilila. The whole chapter is the explanation of the fourth verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adilila first chapter. So we will uh, chant the prayers first and then we will chant the verse and then we will look at a summary study. In this today's session we are going to look at a summary study of the entire chapter, how this verse is explained and uh, a bit into the explanation all right om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om namo bhagavate vasudevaya om ajnanati mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chakshurun militam yena tasmai shri gurave namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupah Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tamsajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripasandhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare <coughs> So welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. As I said, we're going to study um, a summary study of this um, entire third chapter which is basically dedicated to explaining the fourth verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita and we will chant the verse first it's a very beautiful verse um, <clears throat> and after that we will go through the explanation and then dive a little bit into the chapter itself first a summary study and then a little bit into the chapter itself all right so this is the verse um, this is actually from the chapter 3 verse 4 as you can see on the top but actually this is a repetition of chapter 1 text 4 so I'm going to just chant this and for the tune of this verse I actually made it up because this is uh, each line is 17 syllables so but it doesn't fit into the um, the next verse actually the fifth verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita um what is that radha krishna pranaya vikritir hladini shakti rasman so that tune is also 17 syllables but 
different arrangement it also depends not only the number of syllables it also depends on the placement of the laghu and dirgha matras where the thing is elongated where the thing i don't know whether you can hear that but for me the motorcycle noise was just way too loud anyway so like you see in this verse anarpita anarpita it's all short charim im is dirgha so laghu and dirgha where there are placed depends on that also the tune so then there is the other 17 syllable tune which is the jagannathashtakam tune and then there is the other 17 syllables tune which is um, nityanandashtakam which was the previous one yadadvaitam brahmo no yadadvaitam brahmo panishadi tadapyasya tanuga so that is nityanandashtakam tune and then the jagannathashtakam would be yadadvaitam brahmo panishadi tadapyasya tanuga so that is but this one this is quite challenging because none of those tunes fit into uh, fit for this this particular um, um verse so i was just uh, cracking my head yesterday night and today morning a little bit and krishna's mercy he uh inspired me with a tune of my own i mean it's just like completely made up so let's try i mean <clears throat> so the tune goes something like this mm. go something like this anarpita charim chirat karunaya vatirna kalo samarpayitumunnato jvalarasam svabhakti shriyam hari purata sundara dyutikadamba sandipita सदा हृदय कंदरे स्फुरतु वह शचीनंदना सो दिस इज द ट्यून आई जस्ट मेड अप सो वी विल चांट इट टुगेदर फर्स्ट वर्ड बाय वर्ड फ्रॉम हियर एंड देन लाइन बाय लाइन फ्रॉम हियर एंड देन वी विल गो इनटू द समरी स्टडी ऑफ इट सो प्लीज रिपीट आफ्टर मी word by word anarpita charim chirat karunaya avatirna kalau samarpayitum unnata ujjwala rasam svabhakti श्रियम हरि पुराट सुंदर द्युति कदंब संदीपित सदा हृदय कंदरे स्फुरत शची नंदन 
सॉरी वह शची नंदन सो दिस ओके आई मीन ट्राई टू मेक यू अंडरस्टैंड द ट्यून so like that it's like <clears throat> so please follow after me try to follow anarpita charim chirat karunaya vatirna kalo समर्पयुन्नतोज्वलसा स्वभक्ति हरिपुरटसुंदरद्युतिकदीपिता सदा हृदय कंदरे स्फुरत वह शचीनंदन ओके नाउ अगेन विल चांद वर्स अगेन अ लिटिल फास्टर अनर्पित चरीम चिरात करुणयावतीर्ण कलो समर्पयुन्नतोज्वलसा स्वभक्ति हरिपुरटसुंदरद्युतिकदीपिता सदा हृदय कंदरे स्फुरत वह शचीनंदन या ब्यूटिफुल वर्स राइट सो ट्रांसलेशन मे द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड हु इज नोन ओके वी हैव एक्चुअली नॉट रेड द वर्ड टू वर्ड ट्रांसलेशन अनर्पिता नॉट बेस्टर्ड arpita means to bestow or to offer anarpita means never offered before you see never offered anarpita not bestowed charim having been formerly chirat for a long time like chiranjeevi means what it's like blessing somebody to become a you know a long lived person chirat means for a long time करुणया बाय कॉजलेस मर्सी अवतीर्ण आतीर्ण अवतीर्ण आतार अवतार सो एसेंडिंग एंड डिसेंडिंग अवतार मीन्स वन हू डिसेंड्स इन टू दिस मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड फ्रॉम वेयर फ्रॉम द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड सो वेन कृष्ण डिसेंड्स इन टू दिस वर्ल्ड दैट इज कॉल एन अवतार ना वी ऑल्सो डिसेंडेड फ्रॉम द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड बट वी फेल डाउन ही डि नॉट फॉल डाउन ही डिसेंडेड आउट ऑफ हिज ओन अकॉर्ड we because of our stupid foolishness <clears throat> so avatirna ha kalau 
in the age of kali samarpayitum samarpayitum to bestow to offer unnata unnata means elevated very high the highest uh, principle of love of godhead even uh, even in the uh, understanding of love of godhead he is offering the highest which is the conjugal love and even in conjugal love the highest which is parakiya bhava even in parakiya bhava the highest form which is vipralambha seva which is the highest pinnacle of uh, <clears throat> loving devotional service to krishna so this is called unnata same unnata ujjwala rasam ujjwala rasam means the most celebrated uh, mellow the most highly i mean what is that the conjugal mellow <coughs> the conjugal mellow ujjwala rasam ujjwala means um, uh, bright ujjwala rasam means the, the brightest or the, the most prominent the most you know um, the highest <coughs> Svabhakti Shriyam, Svabhakti of his own service. Shriyam, the treasure. Harihi, the supreme lord. Purata, than gold. Sundara, more beautiful. Dyuti, of splendor. Kadamba, with a multitude. Sandipitaha. Deepa means light. Deepitaha means illuminated. Sandipitaha means completely illuminated. sada always hridaya kandare in the cavity of the heart in the core of the heart spuratu let him be manifest vaha your sachinandanaha the son of mother sachi so this is actually <clears throat> as you can see in the purport this is a quotation from the vidagdha madhava 1.2 a drama compiled and edited by shri rupa goswami rupa goswami wrote two dramas one is vidagdha madhava and one is lalita madhava vidagdhamadhava and lalitamadhava vidagdhamadhava is his pastimes a drama based on his pastimes in vrindavan and lalitamadhava is his pastimes in dwarka so it's a drama composed by rupa goswami and the, as you can see vidagdhamadhava 1.2 very in the very beginning of the vidagdhamadhava rupa goswami has composed this beautiful verse <clears throat> and what is the meaning may the supreme lord who is known as the son of shrimati sachi devi be transcendently situated in the innermost core of your heart resplendent with the radiance of molten gold he has descended in the age of kali by his causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before the most elevated mellow of devotional service the mellow of conjugal love so this is the external reasons as you can see um you we will go into the summary study this chapter the title of this chapter is the external reasons for the manifesting of the advent of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu so th- there are uh, two categories of reasons there are many reasons why chaitanya mahaprabhu had come down and categorized broadly into two external reasons internal reasons so this verse the previous verse established the fact that chaitanya mahaprabhu is the supreme personality of godhead and this verse establishes his external reasons for his appearance and the more esoteric aspect of his descent is explained in the next two verses in the fifth and sixth verses of the chaitanya charitamrita which is uh, which we will study later on but these are the external reasons and even in the external reasons there are sub categories broadly it is to um, inaugurate the sankirtan movement 
that is the primary reason but then again there are sub reasons which we will go through in the summary study today so we will go into the you see this i don't know if you can see the title of the chapter is way too small up there all the way at the top it's very small i'll read out for you the external reasons for the appearance appearance of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu <coughs> that's the title of the chapter so uh, well we can go through all the verses but i want to go in a different way like usually what i do first we will read the summary okay in this chapter the author has fully discussed the external reasons for the descent of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu the supreme personality of godhead lord shri krishna thought it wise to make his advent in the form of a devotee to explain personally the transcendental mellows of reciprocal service and love exchanged between himself and his servants friends parents and fiancees according to the vedic literature the foremost occupational duty for humanity in this age of kali is nama sankirtan or congregational chanting of the holy name of the lord the incarnation for this age especially preaches this process but only krishna himself can explain the confidential loving service performed in the four principal varieties of loving affairs between the supreme lord and his devotees lord krishna therefore personally appeared with his plenary portions as lord chaitanya as stated in this chapter it was for this purpose that lord krishna appeared personally in navadweep in the form of shri krishna chaitanya mahaprabhu <coughs> krishnadas kaviraj the author of chaitanya charitamrita has herein presented much authentic evidence from shrimad bhagavatam and other scriptures to substantiate the identity of lord chaitanya with shri krishna himself now we have seen that in the last chapter but even in this chapter he will go on with more evidence from the scriptures we will go through that uh, <clears throat> he has described bodily symptoms in lord chaitanya that are visible only in the person of the supreme lord and he has proved that lord chaitanya appeared with his personal associates shri nityananda advaita gadadhar shrivas and other devotees to preach the special significance of chanting hari krishna <clears throat> the appearance of lord chaitanya is both significant and confidential he can be appreciated only by pure devotees and only through the process of devotional service the lord tried to conceal his identity as a supreme personality of godhead by representing himself as a devotee but his pure devotees could recognize him by his special features the vedas and puranas foretell the appearance of lord chaitanya but still he is sometimes called significantly the concealed descent of the supreme personality of godhead <clears throat> there is so much evidence this is the thing now when we say um, chaitanya mahaprabhu is the hidden incarnation of uh, hidden incarnation of godhead we are not trying to uh, evade uh, the presentation of vedic evidence oh he is hidden therefore he is not shown in any vedic literature nobody knows like that anybody can come and say right anybody can say oh i am also the hidden incarnation now you know they can also you know masquerade around as um, so called incarnations of god but there is extensive evidence we have actually seen in one of the i think one of the sessions a few weeks few weeks back we have gone through the entire extensive evidence of chaitanya mahaprabhu's um, incarnation i mean evidence of him being an incarnation of krishna 
but still he is concealed even after all that you see that um, the Lord in despite all evidences he can still conceal himself that is the power of the Lord but one thing he cannot do is he cannot conceal himself from devotees that is actually stated in this chapter only in the towards the end um, let me see Ah, it is, um, I think, 89. Yeah, this is the verse. Ullanghita trividhasima samatishai Sambhavanam tava parivradhima svabhavam Maya balena bhavata pini guhyamanam Pashyanti ke chidanisham tvadananya bhava This is by uh, Yamunacharya, the uh, spiritual master of Ramanujacharya in Sri Sampradaya. He has composed a beautiful set of prayers like uh, King Kulashekar has done. He has uh, composed the Mukundamala Stotra. Simil- similarly, the Yamunacharya has composed the Stotra Ratna, which consists of 62 verses. And this is the 13th verse of that Stotra Ratna. And it says, Oh my Lord, everything within material nature is limited by time, space and thought. Your characteristics, however, being unequaled and unsurpassed, are always transcendental to such limitations. You sometimes cover such characteristics by your own energy. But nevertheless, your unalloyed devotees are always able to see you under all circumstances. (laughs) If he tries to place hide and seek with devotees, he will look like a fool. Pashyanti kechid anisham tvadananya bhava. You see, Pashyanti, they see anisham kechit, some of them, very rarely, the pure devotees. Anisham, always. Tvat, you, ananya, ananya bhava, those who are exclusively devoted. Hmm. <coughs> Advaita Acharya, coming back to the summary study of the, I mean, some summary of this chapter, Advaita Acharya was a contemporary of Lord Chaitanya's father. He felt sorry um, for the condition of the world because even after Lord Krishna's appearance, no one had interest in devotional service to Krishna. This forgetfulness was so overwhelming that Advaita Prabhu was convinced that no one but Lord Krishna himself could enlighten people about devotional service to the Supreme Lord. Therefore, Advaita requested Lord Krishna to appear as Lord Chaitanya. Offering Tulasi leaves and Ganges water, he cried for the Lord's appearance. The Lord, being satisfied by his pure devotees, descends to satisfy them. As such, being pleased by Advaita Acharya, Lord Chaitanya appeared. So, this is a summary of the chapter. Now, we will go into a little bit more detail. Let me see if I can bring this out. Oh, that looks horrible. 
I do not know why that happens. I don't know. Yeah. So, as you can see, I will just move a bit here so that you can see me. Now here, I have just laid out like a, like a, you know, like a chapter scope. So chapter three, topic, the external reasons for the appearance of Lord Chaitanya. Number of shlokas in this chapter, 114, chapter scope. So the first two verses, oh, sorry. The first two verses, let me see. Our obeisances to Lord Chaitanya declaring that by His mercy, even a fool can collect the gems of conclusive truth from the minds of various Vedic scriptures. So that's just an obeisances. Um, it's a beautiful verse actually, the first one. Um, similar to the first verse of the previous chapter, if you remember, even a, even a child, even a boy can, you know, cross the ocean of material existence, which is, which is infested with crocodiles of various theories, various philosophies. Hmm? Then the fourth shloka is the main shloka, the fourth verse of CC. 5 to 12, the rarity of Krishna's descent. How often or how uh, seldom Krishna actually comes into this world as Krishna, not as his personal expansion or some avatar, as Krishna himself. How often or how seldom he comes into this world. And then, every time he comes as Krishna, he exhibits himself as Sampurna Bhagavan. Sampurna Bhagavan. But then, every time he comes like that as Sampurna Bhagavan, actually it is said that he will come once in a day of Brahma. Now, every time he comes and leaves, he always thinks, Oh, I have shown myself as Sampurna Bhagavan. But what about Sampurna Bhakti? That I have not shown. Okay, he, he has actually... Even in Krishna's in Krishna Leela, there is the... Of course, the exhibition of gopis, pastimes and everything. But the ordinary people cannot understand these things. So to make people understand, only Krishna can do it. And Krishna therefore comes back again. That means, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also comes as rare, rarely as Krishna comes. Not every Kali Yuga Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes. He only comes in the Kali Yuga that follows the Dwapar Yuga in which Krishna comes. And when does Krishna come? Everything is explained. So, that is the that is explained in this 5 through 12 verses. And then uh, 13 through 29, when Krishna leaves, this as you know, after his Krishna avatar, I mean Krishna Leela, Krishna's thoughts that lead him to descend again as Lord Chaitanya. What he thinks before he comes back, which which makes he, which makes him decide that he wants to come back again as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. <laughs> So these are the thought process he goes through. 13 through 29 is the, I think 17 verses there. Then 30 through 34, the blessing of Lord Chaitanya. Like 30 and 31, the lion-like Lord Chaitanya. How he, um, you know, scatters all the, you know, wild animals, just like the lion. 
how he scatters the wild animals of our sinful reactions if he is established in the core of our heart. And then 32 and 33, early life, why he is known as Vishwambhar. In his, old in his early life, he is known as actually Vishwambhar. Uh, he was given the name Vishwambhar. <clears throat> then later life, he was uh, known as Krishna Chaitanya, as Sanyasi, uh, and how he blessed. Uh, I mean, not how he blessed. He just, it is just, this verse 34 just states that he blessed the world with Krishna consciousness in his later life. Um, even in his early life, but in a playful manner, but in the later life, more serious and, you know, establishing it, um, not only the congregational chanting, but also philosophical basis. In every single manner, he established this movement. And he also instructed his chief disciples, the six Goswamis, to write books on this extensively. And Jiva Goswami is by far the person who has written the most on the subject matter. And that is uh, like around 400,000 verses. Just imagine the erudition of Jiva Goswami. And then 35 through 85, like 51 verses, Vedic evidence of the bodily features and mission of Lord Chaitanya. So here we have even more evidence uh, from the Vedas and also from uh, Acharyas about the um, features, bodily features and uh, mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of the Sankirtan movement. And that 35 through 85 is divided into many subsections, like 35 through 41 is Lord Chaitanya's yellow bodily color, like evidence of his yellow bodily color. And 42 to 44 is that his arms reach his knees, which is uh, the symptom of a Nyagrodha Parimandala personality, which is, that means basically, I don't know the exact word of it, but it basically means only the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu can have these features. And extremely great personalities empowered by him. Nyagrodha Parimandala personality and how to see by the physiological features. Vedic evidence is one thing. Physiological evidence. That means by looking at the one's body, just the body, one can tell the greatness of the person. You may say, oh, this body is not a person. You know, how can you say with the body? The soul is a person. Yes. But then, experts, there is physiological uh, connection. Just like a person uh, who is um, endowed with pious result from previous life, he will be born into Janmaishwarya Shruta Shrebhir. You know, in a, in a, in a good family or nation, or um, he with, born with riches, in, in a lot of uh, royal, you know, I, I mean, a lot of riches. And then, in... Um, Shruta, with great intelligence, if somebody has great intelligence, that means he is, um, you know, was pious before. And then if he is very, very beautiful, that's also a result of pious activity. So, by that, you can actually, just by the body, you can judge. You can not judge, like basically get a rough idea of what the person was in his previous life and what kind of activities he has done, <coughs> roughly. <coughs> like, you can gauge, like, what is the background, roughly. But there are more specific, um, uh, what is that, measurements, even mathematical measurements, uh, how to know from the physiology of the person what kind of a person he is. <coughs> that is an even more intricate science. Okay? And that is 43 to 44. And um, 
45 through 49 is evidence from the Vishnu Sahasranama Stotra, which we have already seen before also, but uh, just a different angle of it and from some commentary on it. And 50 through 57, Srimad Bhagavatam predicts Lord Chaitanya Sankirtan movement, which is in the 11th canto. And then 58 through 66 is the evidence and glorification of Lord Chaitanya by Rupa Goswami. Beautiful verses. Rupa Goswami, you know, is known for composing beautiful verses. I mean, even today's verse is the composition of Rupa Goswami. <clears throat> when I actually saw the verse, when I saw in the purport, this was composed by Rupa Goswami. And before I saw that, I was thinking, I was looking at the verse and I was not able to find out any tune for this properly. And I was trying to fit it into the other tunes, but it's, it was not fitting in well. And I was thinking, Rupa Goswami will not compose any verse which does not have a proper tune. It cannot be. <laughs> so I was just thinking, no, it has to be some beautiful tune. So I tried to like understand um, the flow of the, the Laghu and Dirgha. And by a little bit, then Krishna gave the intelligence, I mean, and then, yeah, came up with that tune. So it, it sounded very nice. I mean, it, wow, this is very nice. In fact, the, the flow of the thing. Wow, Rupa Goswami always composes beautiful, melodious verses. Then, um, and even here, 58 through 66, he composes some very beautiful verses. <clears throat> also, 17 syllables again. See, 17 syllables has many versions, actually, five versions, if I'm not wrong, uh, different way, which, different tunes. So, um, the one that I knew first, uh, like Radha Krishna Pranayavikritir Haladini Shakti Rasman, that one is Sraddhara. I know that name, but the others I do not know the the what is that called Chanda name. Anyway, um, sixty-seven through seventy-nine. Further explanation from Srimad Bhagavatam substantiating the Sankirtan verse of the Srimad Bhagavatam in the eleven five thirty-two. Okay. Further evidence. And then there is a Jiva Goswami's explanation of Lord Chaitanya. It's a, nice, it's a short verse, very nice verse. 80 and 81. And then 80 through 85, evidence from the Upapuranas, where Lord Krishna spoke to Vyasadev. That's a, another good evidence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then 86, now that is the end of... Oh, actually I should... You know what? Do that. And do that. Do that. But I have to. Sorry, I'm just taking a little bit of your time here, but in rearranging this, because it was under this 35 to 85, I just moved it out of the indent. Alright, so 86 through 91, it is said that non devotees cannot understand Lord Chaitanya, but devotees can. Actually, I, I quoted that verse from Yamanacharya and Stotra Ratna in this, in this uh, subsection only. The devotees can always understand, even if the Lord tries to hide. Whereas, even if the Lord tries to show, the non-devotees cannot understand. And of course, the Lord doesn't want to show himself to non-devotees. But even if he tries to hide from devotees, you know, they, they will catch him like, you know, as if he was right in front of everybody. And then they will glorify him. <laughs> this is something the devotees do. They identify him and then they don't keep quiet. They broadcast. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has come. Namo Mahavadanyaya. Krishna Prema Pradayate. Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne. 
డిక్లరేషన్ అండ్ చైతన్య మహాప్రభు స్టాప్ ఇట్ సనాతన్ గోస్వామి ఆల్సో వాజ్ ట్రాయింగ్ టు బ్రింగ్ ఇట్ అవుట్ ఫ్రమ్ చైతన్య మహాప్రభుస్ మౌత్ దట్ హీ ఇన్ ఫ్యాక్ట్ హిస్ లాడ్ అండ్ చైతన్య మహాప్రభు ఆసిన్ టు ఐ డోంట్ ప్లే ట్రిక్స్ విత్ మీ సో అండ్ దెన్ హూ ఇస్ సార్వం భట్టాచార్య రూపగోస్వామి దే రైట్ ఆల్ దీస్ వర్సెస్ ఐ బ్రాడ్కాస్టింగ్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ ఆల్దో హీస్ నోన్ యాజ్ ద కన్సీల్డ్ డిసెంట్ ద చన్న అవతార్ బై ద మర్సి ఆఫ్ ద ఆచార్యస్ హీస్ కంప్లీట్లీ నాట్ ఓన్లీ ఎక్స్పోజ్డ్ బై దెమ్ ఐ మీన్ ఎక్స్పోజ్ టు దెమ్ బట్ హీస్ ఎక్స్పోజ్డ్ బై దెమ్ టు ఎవ్రీబడి ఎల్స్ ఆల్సో సో ఆల్ ద కన్సీల్డ్ ఆల్ దీస్ ఎఫర్ట్స్ ఆల్ గాన్ సో బై ద మర్సి ఆఫ్ డివోటీస్ హీస్ కంప్లీట్లీ యూనో లైక్ you know it's it's foolish if i if i hide behind a, a small leaf correct how foolish it looks i mean how silly it looks right i i put my some leaf and i hide behind a leaf how can i hide behind i mean i'm completely there so it's like that you no know, the lord tries to hide himself but the devotees expose him so badly <laughs> that the whole world knows now the whole world is chanting hare krishna and knows chaitanya mahaprabhu everywhere and every nook and corner there are devotees um that is the work of acharyas they completely you know expose the lord <laughs> and broadcast you know broadcast widely <laughs> so all is hide and seek gone to waste anyway that is also <laughs> the past time of the lord so anyway coming back <clears throat> 92 no so 92 through 110 is advaita acharya's loud calling which eventually caused the lord and the uh, advent of lord chaitanya so in other words when the the lord descends in 111 through 113 um the lord descends to answer the calls of his devotees so he un- he comes to answer the calls of his devotees that's another reason and advaita acharya called for him although he is the lord himself he was as a devotee of the lord he was playing the part of a devotee so uh, to answer the calls of his devotee he came to spread the sankirtan movement he came <coughs> right and what is the other one oh krishna thought <coughs> how can i uh, what leave this world bereft of uh, the the treasure of um, conjugal love no no i must otherwise this material world is useless he actually actually thinks all these things we will go through all that a little bit and 114th which is the last verse he offers obeisances to roop and raghunath goswami as he does at the end of every single chapter of chaitanya charitamrita all right so <clears throat> we will look at f- the first few verses i think we will go through probably 1 through 29 probably 1 through 34 probably let's see what's the time okay probably we can go 1 through 34 problem i think we will cover this today okay all right <laughs> so here we go to uh next <coughs> we'll run through the verses so adi adilila 3.1 is in a very nice verse shri chaitanya prabhum vande yat padashraya viryatah sangrahanatyakaravratad agnyah siddhanta sanmanin so this is almost same like the 
the last chapters second chapter first verse if you remember that verse was shri chaitanya prabhum vande balopi yadanugrahat taren nana nana matagraha vyaptam siddhanta sagaram so one can cross the ocean of philosophy um siddhanta sagaram um uh this ocean which consists of this uh, crocodiles of various dangerous philosophies even a boy can cross the ocean and reach the other side of the shore and reach to the ultimate goal of love of godhead uh, crossing over all these ob- obstacles of crocodiles so that was the first verse of the previous chapter this chapter also similarly it starts shri chaitanya prabhum vande yat padashraya viryatah ಸಂಗ್ರಹಣಾತ್ಯಾಕರವ್ರಾತ್ಮಭಕ್ತೌಂಡ್ the vedas are compared here to deep mines you know mines and how they are mine is not oh gold mine means oh it's like you go inside the gold mine it's so it's a hellish life actually mining deep and dark and you know there's so many dangers also there you know if there's a landslide and there's a whole thing gets covered that means a trap finish in the mine uh, and that happens with many people who try to study the scriptures suppose you know you go into the mine and then something happen when you go deep inside and then here some landslide happens and then the whole thing covers like what happened in thailand i think i don't know if you've uh, followed the news i think a few months back there was that um, the children who went to play into the deep inside the cave and then there was big rain and then the whole thing was covered right and then they could not come out of course uh, they, then they were rescued from there and one of the rescuers died so it's very dangerous and if we go into this deep into this mines of vedic literatures without the guidance of a bona fide acharya and especially without the mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu we cannot get anything out of it we will be trapped in dark damp and gloomy and then we'll die there in that and we'll be buried there's no need of burying us under the ground we're already under the ground and buried there so in the karmakanda gyanakanda one is simply buried in this so called you know flowery language of the vedas and one is not uh you know one does not get any tangible benefit and nowadays it's even worse they don't even refer to vedic scriptures they just come up with all kinds of philosophies completely even uh, you know neglecting the vedic scriptures but here by the mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu even a fool fool can collect valuable jewels of conclusive truth san manin mani means uh, the best jewels sat sat manin you know you see the best jewels of siddhanta the philosophical conclusions a fool also can find out uh, from where sangrahanat yakaravratat akaravratat means the multitude of minds in the form of scriptures these scriptures vedan what is it uh vedanta what is that um, 1515 vedantakrit vedavideva chaham before that 
सर्वस्य चाहम हृदय सन्निविष्टो मत्त स्मृति ज्ञानम अपोहनम च वेदैश्च सर्वैरहमेव वेद्यो वेदांतकृत वेदविदेव चाहम वेदैश्च सर्वैरहमेव वेद्यो बाय ऑल द वेदस आई एम आई एम टू बी नोन कृष्ण इज सेइंग आई हैव टू बी नोन बट व्हेन वन गोस इनटू द वेदस वेदेशु दुर्लभम नो वेयर टू बी फाउंड Uh, but by the mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu by the mercy of the acharyas under the shelter of chaitanya mahaprabhu they can give us all the valuable jewels like you see all these evidences for chaitanya mahaprabhu where are we going to dig these out from the vedas but the acharyas you know the, the six goswamis that's why they said nana shastra vicharanaika nipunao sadharma samsthapako it is said in the shat goswami ashtaka the six goswamis have studied nana shastra vicharanaika nipunav expertly studied all the shastras and sadharma samsthapakau and they have gleaned all the various valuable jewels of evidence and um, presented them together in scriptures like the bhagavat sandarbha shat sandarbhas by jiva goswami and many other scriptures by rupa goswami and sanatan goswami and all that even raghunath das goswami they have written extensively even gopal bhatt goswami so all of them have written after getting all the evidence from the vedic scriptures see without their mercy what can we understand how can we understand chaitanya mahaprabhu hmm. <coughs> coming back that is the first verse yat padashraya viryatah by the strength of the shelter at the feet of chaitanya mahaprabhu one can collect valuable jewels from the mines of vedic scriptures then the second verse is the same for every single chapter jaya jaya shri chaitanya jaya nityananda jaya advaita chandra jaya gaura bhakta vrinda so this is the usual glorification of krishna das kaviraj goswami all glories to lord chaitanya all glories to nityananda all glories to advaita chandra and all glories to all the devotees of lord chaitanya so this is then tritiya shloke r artha koila vivaran chaturtha shloke r artha shuno bhakta gan he says i have given the purport of the third verse now o devotees please listen to the meaning of the fourth with full attention then he quotes the fourth verse which is today's verse anarpita charim chirat karunayavatirna kalo समर्पयितुमुन्नतो ज्वलरसां स्वभक्ति श्रियम् हरिः पुरट सुंदर अत्युतिकदंबसंदीपितः सदा हृदय कंदरे स्फुरतु वह शचीनंदनः आई ट्राइड मेनी टाइम्स टू ट्राई टू मेमोराइज दिस वर्स बिकॉज़ अ ब्यूटीफुल मीनिंग बट आई नेवर कुड बिकॉज़ द द ट्यून वाज ऑलवेज नॉट फॉलोइंग बट विद दिस ट्यून आई थिंक विद इन within 10 minutes within 5 minutes i think it was in memory so tune actually helps in this way that's why if you get the right tune then yeah <clears throat> then what is the meaning may the supreme lord who is known as the son of shrimati sachi devi be transcendently situated in the innermost core of your heart seeing resplendent with the radiance of molten gold he has descended in the age of kali by his causeless mercy to bestow what no incarnation has ever offered before the most elevated mellow of devotional service the mellow of conjugal love 
Purport. This is a quotation from Vidagdha Madhava 1.2, a drama compiled and edited by Srila Rupa Swami. 3.5. Purna Bhagavan Krishna Vrajendra Kumar Goloke Vrajer Saha Nitya Vihar. Lord Krishna, the son of the king of Vraja, which is Nanda Maharaj, is the Supreme Lord. He eternally enjoys transcendental pastimes in his eternal abode Goloka, which includes Vrajadham. Purport. In the previous chapter, it has been established that Krishna, the son of Rajendra, the king of Raja, is the supreme personality of Godhead with six opulences. Shadaishvaryai Hipurno. That was the third line of the verse, previous verse. So, <clears throat> with six opulences, he eternally enjoys transcendentally variegated opulences on his planet, which is known as Goloka. The eternal pastimes of the Lord in the spiritual planet Krishna Loka are called Aprakata or unmanifested pastimes because, sorry, the eternal pastimes of the Lord in the spiritual world, uh, spiritual planet Krishna Loka are called Aprakata or unmanifested pastimes because they are beyond the purview of the conditioned souls. We cannot view them, we cannot understand. Lord Krishna is always present everywhere, but he is not present before our eyes. Sorry, but when he is not present before our eyes, he is said to be Aprakata or unmanifested. Brahmar ek dine tiho ek bar avatirna hoya karena prakata vihar. Once in a day of Brahma, he descends to this world to manifest his transcendental pastimes. See, this is now given. You see, why, why this is said now? Why? Why once in a day? Why, what is, how does it matter? Because the, the verse starts with anarpita charim chirat karunaya avatirna kalau. Chirat. Long time, after long time, he is offering something which he has never offered before, for a very long time. Means 8.6 billion years ago, he offered this, when he came as Lord Chaitanya. And again, now 500 years ago, he came. <clears throat> so, Anarpita Charim Chirat. So, just to show how long, because he, this, try to understand, this chapter is the explanation of that verse. So that Chirat, how long? That is being explained here. Once in a day of Brahma, he descends to this world to manifest his transcendental pastimes. Now, how long is that day? Satya Treta Dvapara Kali Chari Juga Jani Shei Chari Juga Divya Ekajugamani We know that there are four ages, Yugas, namely Satya, Treta, Dvapara and Kali. These four together constitute one Divya Yuga. All the one round of these four yugas are called is, is called one divya yuga. Next, ekatar chatur yuga ek manvantar, chaudha manvantar brahmar divas bhitar. Seventy one, ekatar, satar means seventy, ekatar means seventy one. Seventy one chatur yuga, ekatar chatur yuga ek manvantar. 71 Divya Yugas constitute one Manvantara. That means the, the period of time of ruling of one Manu. And Chaudha Manvantar Brahmar Divas Bhitar. 
there are 14 manvantaras in one day of brahma so 71 times 14 comes to 1000 actually 71.42 i think times 14 comes to 1000 cycles of the four yugas and that sahasra yuga paryantam maharyad brahmano vidu is also explained in the 8th 8th chapter 17th verse of bhagavad gita if you remember the day of brahma how long it is sahasra yuga paryantam aharyad brahmano viduhu ratrim yuga sahasrantam sahasrantam teho ratra vidojanah by human calculation a thousand ages sahasra yuga in this yuga the yuga means divya yuga sahasra yuga means the sahasra divya yugas paryantam including aharyad brahmano viduhu one day taken together form the duration of brahma's one day and ratrim yuga sahasrantam again 1000 yuga sahasrantam means again 1000 divya yugas ratrim and such also is the duration of his night teho ratra vidojanah this long is brahma's day and he lives for 100 such years so the 17 times 7, uh, 71 times 14 also comes to 1000 so in one day there are 14 manus <coughs> purport a manvantara is the period controlled by one manu the reign of 14 manus equals the length of one day 12 hours in the life of brahma day only not night and the night of brahma is of the same duration these calculations are given in the authentic astronomy book called a uh, book known as the surya siddhanta in the surya siddhanta more information is given on these things a bengali translation of this book was compiled by the great professor of astronomy and mathematics bimal prasad datta later known as bhakti siddhanta saraswati goswami who was our merciful spiritual master he was honored with the title siddhanta saraswati for translating the surya siddhanta and the title goswami maharaj was added when he accepted sanyas the renounced order of life so that's how he got his name bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur so uh, these are all the astronom- astronomical and astrological calculations now vaivasvat nama ei saptama manvantar sataish chatur yuga tahar antar the present manu who is the seventh saptama manvantar is called vaivasvata the son of vivaswan there are 14 manus what are them swayambhuva swarochisha uttama tamasa raivata chakshusham vaivasvata um, savarni uh, deva savarni i think no rudra Sa- savarni brahma savarni rudra savarni deva savarni indra savarni and uh, let me see let me see let me see hmm yeah here it is chapter 3 text 9 oh yeah <laughs> it is in the <laughs> it's in the same verse oh, look at this it's in the purport of the same verse okay so the present manu who is the seventh is called vaivasvata son of vivaswan 27 divya yugas 27 times 4327 th- 20000 solar years of his age have now passed so in this 71 cycles of vaivasvata manu the seventh manu 27 cycles have passed and tw- this is the 28th cycle and that will be explained in the later verses 
And anyway, here in the purport, we have the names of the 14 Manus are as follows. Swayam Bhuva Swarochisha Uttama Tamasa Raivata Chakshusha Vaivasvata Sam. I didn't understand that. Vaivasvata Savarni, Daksha Savarni, Brahma Savarni, Dharma Savarni, Rudra Savarni or Rudra Putra, Rauchya or Deva Savarni and Bhautyaka or Indra Savarni. So it's Savarni, Daksha Savarni, Brahma Savarni, Dharma Savarni, Rudra Savarni, Deva Savarni and Indra Savarni. 14 Manus. See? So we are in the 7th Manu. And that also we are in the 28th cycle that will be explained here. Ashtavimsha, Ashtavimsha, Chaturyuge, Dvaparer, Sheshe, Vrajer, Sahite, Hoy, Krishner, Prakashe. At the end of Dvaparyuga, of the 28th Divya Yuga, Lord Krishna appears on earth with the full paraphernalia of his eternal Vrajadham. He comes as Sampurna Bhagavan and with his eternal full paraphernalia of his eternal Vrajadham. <coughs> Purport. Now, now is the term of, of Vaivasvatamanu during which Lord Chaitanya appears. First, Lord Krishna appears at the close of the Dwapar Yuga of the 28th Divya Yuga and then Lord Chaitanya appears in the, in the Kaliyuga of the same Divya Yuga. Lord Krishna and Lord Chaitanya appear once in each day of Brahma or once in 14 Manmantaras, each of 71 Divya Yugas in duration. Now we just see how rare position we are in. We are in this movement of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which is so rare. And we are inside that. Uh, we are in that term and we are in this movement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which happens once in 8.6 billion years. How rare is that? Just for a second, think and I mean, sit down and contemplate. 8.6 billion years, you will not get a chance again of the Sankirtan movement. It will not be so easy again. You see? Um, and if we go into animal species and you know, it's just horrible. Even human species is already horrible. Animal species is far worse. And very, very few will come to this. And those are the rarest and the most fortunate souls. Then, from the beginning of Brahma's day of 4,320,000,000 years, six Manus appear and disappear before Lord Krishna appears. Thus, 1,975,320,000 years of the day of Brahma elapse before the appearance of Lord Krishna. This is an astronomical calculation according to solar years. Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, Shringara, Chari Ras, Chari Bhaver Bhakta Jata Krishna Taravash. Servitude, Dasya, Friendship, Sakya, Parental Affection, Vatsalya and Conjugal Love, Shringara are the four transcendental mellows, Rasas. By the, by the devotees who cherish these four mellows, Lord Krishna is subdued. Sometimes this Shantaras is not accepted by devotees. Some devotees accept it. Some devotees don't accept it. Um, Shantaras is usually understood, usually understood to be ekatva or merging into the personality of Godhead. <clears throat> but some devotees accept Shantaras as a, a valid devotional service, um, like the cows, the flute, the the stones, the flowers. They also offer. I mean, they also uh, appreciate Krishna's beauty and you know they be with him. So that is also kind of that is Shantaras. You see, so that is also counted sometimes among devotional service, but sometimes it is 
treated as ekatva same you see here yeah you see in the purport it is mentioned dasya sakya vatsalya and shringara are the transcendental modes of loving service to the lord shantaras or the neutral stage is not mentioned in this verse because although in shantaras one considers the absolute truth the sublime great one does not go beyond the con- beyond that conception shantaras is a very grand idea of a materialistic philosophers but such idealistic appreciation is only the beginning it is the lowest among the relationships in the spiritual world shantaras is not given much importance because as soon as there is a slight understanding between the knower and the known active loving transcendental reciprocations and exchanges begin this is important because shantaras like even for example say the cows and calves and all that now they appreciate krishna but they also serve krishna they give their milk they give their you know they give their service to krishna in many different ways they urine their dung everything um, they they respond to his calls they play with they let him be heard by him um, so active loving transcendental reciprocations and exchanges begin dasaras is the basic relationship between krishna and his devotees therefore this verse considers dasya the first stage of transcendental devotional service so service means to serve and that is dasya whether one is even a sakya or vatsalya or madhurya he is always serving the lord so that dasya principle is always there in all the five all the especially the four and uh, dasya sakya uh, vatsalya and madhurya everywhere there is dasya is always there the flavor of dasya is always there everybody serves krishna madhurya shoda also serves krishna the arjuna also serves krishna gopis also serve krishna everybody serves him so that service dasya is always there but it in the in the sakya there is added flavors vatsalya there is even more added flavors and madhurya there is the most added flavors and especially in the parakya vipralamba bhava the most the highest concentration of uh, different flavors of and tastes are experienced in madhurya ras why are we discussing all these things <laughs> again when he comes uh, lord krishna is subdued you see he came with his devotees and the devotees subdued him with all these different mellows of devotional service and that was all exhibited when krishna came down here दास सखा पिता माता कांतागण लोया व्रजे क्रीडा करे कृष्ण प्रेमाविष्ट होया वेरी नाइस वर्स हां दास सखा पिता माता कांतागण लोया व्रजे क्रीडा करे कृष्ण प्रेमाविष्ट होया एब्सॉर्ब्ड इन सच ट्रांसेंडेंटल लव लॉर्ड श्री कृष्ण एंजॉयज इन व्रज विद हिज डिवोटेड सर्वेंट्स फ्रेंड्स parents and conjugal lovers uh, virendra prabhu is asking where, were the four sanat kumar kumaras and shantaras yes they were but then also they they did their dasya they preached right there is a sampradaya kumar sampradaya preaching is always again serving the lord so they will eventually end up serving the lord but they appreciate the greatness of the lord in this way they compose very nice verses and you know prayers you know in that way shantaras hmm. but they also speak about him that again becomes service then see <clears throat> so only a, a non devotee an impersonalist he will you know go to the great uh, i mean brahma jyoti but he is devoid of service even appreciation of the personality of god it is service that is 
mayar pita manobuddhir the mind is concentrating on the form and appreciating the form that is already service that is also active it's not only when the limbs are there even with the mind and intelligence it is already active but uh, to remove any misconception dasya is mentioned in that previous verse because even that appreciation is considered dasya already so in that way the classification by acharyas are you know in that way but sometimes some acharyas have classified this appreciation as shantaras passive appreciation of the lord um, but that appreciation is already active only when there is no appreciation of the lord no service no awe and veneration for the lord then it is not devotion and that is experienced by the gyanis who reach the brahma jyoti who have no service who have no appreciation for the lord no regard for his lotus feet see no regard that is what is that verse um, 10 to 32 of shrimad bhagavatam ಯೇನ್ಯೇರವಿಂದಾಕ್ಷವಿಮುಕ್ತವಾಶುಬುಧೆಯ ಪರಂಪದೃತ ಯುಷ್ಮದಂಘ್ರಯ ಅನಾದೃತ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅನಾದೃತ ನೆಗ್ಲೆಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಡಿವೋಷನ್ ಟು ದೇ ನೆಗ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಡಿವೋಷನ್ ಟು ಯುಷ್ಮದಂಘ್ರಯ O lotus eyed lord although non devotees who accept severe austerities and penances to achieve the highest position may think themselves liberated their intelligence is impure they fall down from their position of imagined superiority because they have no regard for your lotus feet so when there is no appreciation no regard for krishna and his lotus feet the personality then finish that is not counted among devotion but once there is appreciation that's considered dasaras by some but some classified as shantaras and uh you know uh, distinguish it from the ekatva or the merging into the lord like that anyway going back here so absorbed in such transcendental love lord sri krishna enjoys in vraja with his devoted servants friends parents and conjugal lovers uh, purport the descent of sri krishna the absolute personality of godhead is very purposeful it's not that without purpose he comes in the bhagavad gita it is said that one who knows the truth about shri krishna's descent and his various activities is at once liberated and does not have to fall again to this existence of birth and death after he leaves his present material body in other words <clears throat> you see that is where he said that 4.9 once we know about his descent and his various activities one is at once liberated yeah and does not have to fall again to the existence of birth and death in other words one who factually understands krishna makes his life perfect imperfect life is realized in material existence in five different relationships we share with everyone within the material world neutrality Uh, servitorship friendship filial love and amorous love between husband and wife or lover and beloved these five enjoyable relationships within the material world are perverted reflections of relationships with the absolute personality of godhead in the transcendental nature in this world we have many relationships with many different people in many different ways and they are nothing but reflections of the original relationships with krishna but now misplaced and reposed upon imperfect persons of this material world 
instead of the perfect supreme person krishna and therefore we find there are so many anomalies in these relationships so many problems that absolute personality shri krishna descends to revive the five eternally existing relationships thus he manifests his transcendental pastimes in vraja so that people may be attracted into that sphere of activities and leave aside their imitation relationships with the mundane you see so krishna when he comes he comes with his associates and he exhibits all the relationships in their spiritual purity what otherwise we enjoy, try to enjoy in this world in our impure state with people of this world he is showing the same relationships we are having with others in this world in their utmost pure and uncontaminated form with krishna and how the devotees deal with krishna so that he exhibited when krishna comes then after fully exhibiting such all such activities the lord disappears next verse verse 13 yatheshta vihari krishna kare antardhan antardhan kari mane kare anuman lord krishna enjoys his transcendental pastimes as long as he wishes and then he disappears after disappearing however he thinks thus <laughs> he disappears and then, oh you know what wait i think i haven't done something else okay i need to come again <laughs> now we have such experiences in very terrible way but like in a way like <clears throat> when we do something and we we think we have done everything and then we we'll, we we'll leave the place and hey i forgot that you know i need to go back again you know <laughs> it happens so many times to us right uh, krishna also but of course he doesn't forget anything but that is a past time that oh there is some regret or there is some afterthought oh you know what on hind- hindsight i have not shown how to do this devotion to the normal people i have just shown the devotees who do this devotion but how for the general mass of people how they will come to the point of gopis and all the on all the other in, intimate devotees hmm i have not shown that okay i need to come back again <laughs> but such seeming forgetfulness it's not forgetfulness <coughs> it's the past time of the lord <coughs> oh i need to return back again to the material world you know every time he comes as krishna he does this every time he forgets not forgets past time same then this is what he think he this is what he thinks chirakala nahi kari prema bhakti dan bhakti vina jagater nahi avasthan for a long time i have not bestowed unalloyed loving service to me upon the inhabitants of the world i have not bestowed upon the inhabitants of the world unalloyed loving service to me without such loving attachment the existence of the material world is useless material world is for reformation and come back to the point of loving krishna but without the presence of such high grade loving service this material world the whole purpose of material world is defeated hmm so the krishna is thinking like this now <coughs> after he left he thought like this <coughs> purport the lord seldom awards pure transcendental love but without such pure love of god freed from fruitive activities and empiric speculation one cannot attain perfection in life you see the lord seldom awards pure transcendental love but without such love no one cannot attain perfection in life 15th verse sakala jagate more 
खोरे विधि भक्ति विधि भक्ति व्रज भावे पायते नहीं शक्ति एवरीवेयर इन द वर्ल्ड पीपल वर्शिप मी अकॉर्डिंग टू द स्क्रिप्चुरल इंजंक्शंस बट सिंपली बाय फॉलोइंग सच रेगुलेटरी प्रिंसिपल्स वन कैन नॉट अटेन द लविंग सेंटिमेंट्स ऑफ द डिवोटीज इन व्रज भूमि Yes, simply by following the regulatory principles, one cannot attain the, to the loving sentiments of the devotees in Vrajabhumi. Um, then what happens to them? Aishwarya Gyanete Sabad Jagat Mishrit Aishwarya Shithila Preme Nahi Mora Preet Aishwarya Shithila Preme Nahi Mora Preet He's saying, knowing my opulences, the whole world looks upon me with awe and veneration. But devotion made feeble by such reverence does not attract me. The devotion is stunted, is made feeble by such veneration, by such reverence. The free flow of devotion does not happen. It's too much respect, too much distance. Hmm. So he says, I am, I am disgusted. Nahi mora preet. It does not attract me. That does not mean, now we start, oh, you know what? If I am chanting all these regulatory principles, following four principles, chanting Hare Krishna, Krishna is not satisfied. Krishna is disgusted, you see. Nahi mora preet. He is not satisfied. He wants this gopi bhava. Well, let me start gopi bhava now. This is not the conclusion. We cannot get there without any advancement. With all the anarthas in our heart, nowhere we can go. We will become um, debauchees if we try to imitate that. So, it is, yes, Krishna is saying, Oh, devotion made feeble by such reverence does not attract me. But well, we don't even have reverence first of all. Uh, otherwise, we would be chanting the holy name with full concentration and with full uh, attention and full love if we have reverence, right? So, we don't even have reverence. Don't talk about devotion all. Oh, Krishna is not satisfied with reverence, let me go to devotion. We don't even have the reverence. Krishna is not satisfied with imitation also. <laughs> so, And Krishna is not satisfied with no reverence. Krishna is not satisfied fully with reverence, but his utmost satisfaction comes from pure love. But reverence also, uh, you know, satisfies him, but he's not as satisfied. Comparatively, he becomes disgusted. He, then he he wants to deal with devotees who are with you know uh, full love of Godhead, unbounded with reverence. But it is not to be imitated. We have to follow regulatory principles, chant Hare Krishna, uh, minimum 16 rounds, follow the four principles, eat only Krishna Prasadam and you know, do everything that our spiritual master says, Srila uh, Prabhupada says. So then, yes, we have a chance. We have a slight chance then also. If we follow everything, yes, we definitely have a chance, not slight chance. But we can think of, you know, getting the mercy of Krishna to get the Ragatmika, Raganuga Bhakti. But now, let us follow. Try to follow with proper reverence, proper respect for Krishna. Hmm. Anyway, purport. After his appearance, Lord Krishna thought that he had not distributed the transcendental personal dealings with his devotees in Dasya, Sakya, Vatsala and Madhurya. He has exhibited, but he has not distributed. As in Krishna's avatar, in Krishna's in, uh, you know, Leela, he exhibited all these transcendental mellows of devotional service, but he did not uh, distribute them to the masses. That he did not do. One may understand hmm, 
one may understand the signs of the supreme personality of godhead from the vedic literatures and thus become a devotee of the lord and worship him worship him with the regulative principles described in the scriptures but one will not know in this way how krishna is served by the residents of rajabhumi by devotion by uh, regulative principles alone we cannot understand so what else we should follow something else then no 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 anartha nivritti happens and then after anartha nivritti then all these things will be revealed by the mercy of the spiritual master and chaitanya mahaprabhu these will be revealed these are these are revelations these are not to be acquired by some uh, you know some uh, gopi sadhana no 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 such thing there is we have to follow our sadhana given by the spiritual master eventually it will all manifest when we are mature enough one cannot understand the dealings of the lord in vrindavan simply by executing the ritualistic regulative principles mentioned in the scriptures by following scriptural injunctions one may enhance his appreciation for the glories of the lord but there is no chance for one to enter into personal dealings with him giving too much attention to understanding the exalted glories of the lord reduces the chance of one's entering into personal loving affairs with the lord to teach the principles of such loving dealings the lord decided to appear as lord chaitanya it is not that oh and prabhu this is this is very good prabhu i also don't want to learn so much about his glories you know yeah, that's why i don't read prabhupada's books uh, because i don't want to know so much about glories because i want to go to gopi bhav you know in singapore coffee is called kopi you know kopi if we <laughs> if we try to all we all is gopi bhav we into we go into kopi bhav you know if we next next life will be sitting in the coffee shop you know kopi kopitiam here they say kopitiam we will be in the kopitiam next life next life so um <laughs> so don't try all these things uh, the exalted glories of the lord uh, you know we cannot say oh yes prabhu actually i also don't want to know about much about the glories of the lord huh? <laughs> so but the first thing first step is to actually know then only our loving devotion starts <laughs> then we can go to advanced oh, how can we go to advanced without even starting first <laughs> so we should not be stupid some actually it becomes a very big sahajya movement there is so many sahajya there are so many because they they don't study the scriptures at all and they try to have this gopi bhav oh yes 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 you know too much knowledge about him you know stifles the gopi bhav rubbish rubbish uh, this is not to be imitated and bhaktivinoda thakur vishwana chakravarti thakur even rupa goswami jeeva goswami bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur prabhupad gaurgishodas bhav jagannathdas bhav all the acharyas have spoken so strongly against this sahajya mentality taking it too easy taking it too simple as if gopi bhava is nothing you know like any damn, any damn guy can you know practice gopi bhava no is is aprakata it is beyond way beyond our comprehension it is for un- completely liberated souls but now we have to come to the point of liberation we are not there and therefore we have to do all the sadhana next aishwarya gyane vidhi bhajana kariya vaikunthake jay chaturvidha chaturvidha mukti paya by performing such regulated uh, devotional service in awe and veneration one may go to vaikuntha and attain the four kinds of liberation what are they साष्टि सारूप्य आर सामीप्य सालोक्य सायुज्य नालोय भक्ति जाते ब्रह्म ऐक्य 
So, translation. These liberations are, what are the four liberations in Vaikuntha? Sarshti, achieving opulence is equal to those of the Lord. Sarupya, having a form the same as the Lord's. Samipya, living as a personal associate of the Lord. Um, Salokya, living on the Vaikuntha planet. Devotees never accept Sayujya, however, since that is oneness with Brahman. Purport. Those engaged in devotional service according to the ritualistic principles mentioned in the scriptures attain these different kinds of liberation. <coughs> Sorry. But although such devotees can attain Sarshti, Sarupya, Samipya and Salokya, they are not concerned with these liberations. For such devotees are satisfied only in rendering <coughs> transcendental loving service to the Lord. The fifth kind of liberation, Sayujya, is never accepted even by devotees who perform only ritualistic worship. Even the sadhakas, those who are you know, doing sadhana, <coughs> they also don't accept Sayujya. To attain Sayujya or merging, merging into the Brahman effulgence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the aspiration of the impersonalists. A devotee never cares for Sayujya liberation. 3.19 Yuga Dharma Parivartaimu Nama Sankirtan Chari Bhava Bhakti Dhyan Nachamu Bhuvan I shall personally inaugurate the religion of the age, Nama Sankirtan, the congregational chanting of the holy name. Congregational chanting of the holy name. I shall make the world dance in ecstasy, realizing the four mellows of loving devotional service. This is his decision after leaving and this is a very famous verse which Prabhupada quoted many many times. Apani karimu bhakta bhava angikare, apani achari bhakti shikhayamu sabare. Apani achari bhakti shikhayamu sabare. I shall accept the role of a devotee and I shall teach devotional service by practicing it myself. So he, he this is the uh, definition of acharya. Acharya means apani achari bhakti shikhayamu sabare. Purport. When one associates with a pure devotee, uh, he becomes so elevated that he does not aspire even for sarshti, sarupya, samipya, or salokya because he feels that such liberation is a kind of sense gratification. Pure devotees do not ask anything from the Lord for their personal benefit. Even if offered personal benefits, pure devotees do not accept them. You see that? Because their only desire is to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead by transcendental loving service. No one but the Lord Himself can teach this highest form of devotional service. Therefore, when the Lord took the place of the incarnation of Kali Yuga to spread the glories of chanting Hare Krishna, the system of worship recommended in this age, He also distributed the process of devotional service performed on the platform of transcendental spontaneous love. To teach the highest principles of spiritual life, the Lord appeared, the Lord Himself appeared as a devotee in the form of Lord Chaitanya. Apane na koile dharma shikhana na jai, eta siddhanta gita bhagavate gai. Unless one practices devotional service himself, he cannot teach it to others. This is important. Uh, unless he practices himself, he cannot teach it to others. This conclusion is indeed confirmed throughout the Gita and Bhagavatam. Where it is confirmed, this is a verse. Yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata 
अभ्युत्थानमधर्मस्तात्मसृजाम्यहम whenever and wherever there is a decline in religious practice o descendant of bharata and a predominant rise of irreligion at that time i descend myself paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya chaduskritam dharma samsthapanarthaya sambhavami yuge yuge to deliver actually we read the, oh, this is from 4.7 of bhagavad gita and this one is to deliver the pious and to annihilate the miscreants as well as to reestablish the principles of religion i myself appear millennium after millennium this is from 4.8 texts 22 and 23 was spoken by lord krishna in the bhagavad gita 4.7 and 8 texts 24 and 25 which follow are also from the bhagavad gita 3.24 and 3.21 so apani achari bhakti sikhaimu sabare to to substantiate that like i will teach the devotion by practicing it myself then he is quoting in the gita and bhagavatam gita you see bhagavad gita these these verses is quoting utsi utsi deyur ime loka nakuriyam karma chedaham sankarasya cha kartasyam upahanyam imah prajah if i did not show the proper principles of religion all these worlds would fall into ruin i would be the cause of unwanted population and would spoil all these living beings in bhagavad gita is saying like this 3.3.24 then 3.21 this yadyad acharate shreshthas taddade vetarojanah sayat pramanam kurute lokastad anuvartate whatever actions a great man performs common people follow and whatever standards he sets by exemplary acts all the world pursues yuga dharma pravartan hoy amsha hoyte yuga dharma pravartan hoy amsha hoyte आमा विना अन्य नारे व्रज प्रेम दिते माय प्लेनरी पोर्शंस कैन एस्टैब्लिश द प्रिंसिपल्स ऑफ रिलीजन फॉर ईच एज नो वन बट मी हाउएवर कैन बेस्ट आउट द काइंड ऑफ लविंग सर्विस परफॉर्म बाय द रेजिडेंस ऑफ व्रज इवन हिज एक्सपेंशंस ऑफ नारायण राम एंड ऑल दिस वराह नरसिंह दे कैन ऑल यू नो एस्टैब्लिश द प्रिंसिपल्स ऑफ रिलीजन फॉर ईच युग धर्म each age each yuga but only krishna can bestow the kind of loving service performed by the residents of rajadham santavatara bahavah pankajana bhasya sarvato bhadraha krishna danyah kovalatas vapi prema do bhavati there may be many all auspicious incarnations of the personality of godhead but who other than lord shri krishna can bestow love of god upon the surrendered souls this is sanskrit written by billu mangal thakur in the and also found in lagu bhagavata amrita of rupa goswami <clears throat> there may be many all auspicious incarnations of the personality of godhead but who other than lord shri krishna can bestow love of god upon the surrendered souls this quotation from the writings of billu mangal thakur is found in the lagu bhagavata amrita 1.5.37 tahate tahate apan bhakta gan kori sange prithivite avatare karimu nanarange therefore in the company of my devotees i shall appear on earth and perform various colorful pastimes eta bhavi kalikale prathama sandhyaye avatirna hoila krishna apani nandiyai nadijai nadiyai ya nadiya nadiya eta bhavi kalikale prathama sandhyaye अवतीर्ण होयला कृष्ण आपनी नदी आय सो 
purport. Uh, sorry, translation. Thinking thus, the personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna himself, descended at Nadia early in the age of Kali, Prathama Sandhya. Um, <clears throat> in the first, in the uh, in the early stages of Kali Yuga. Um, you see here, in the purport, the Prathama Sandhya is the beginning of the age. According to astronomical calculation, the age is divided into 12 parts. Wow, this is I also do not know. The age is divided into 12 parts. The first of these 12 divisions is known as the Prathama Sandhya. The Prathama Sandhya and Shesha Sandhya, the last division of the preceding age, form the junction of the two ages. Okay, now I understand. Yuga Sandhya, Yam. You know, there is a verse for Kalki Avatar. You see, 1.3.25 Athasau Yuga Sandhyayam Dasyu Prayas Prayeshu Rajasu Janita Vishnu Yashaso Namnakal Kir Jagat Patihi Thereafter, at the conjunction of the two Yugas Kali and Satya Yuga The Lord of the creation will take his birth as the Kalki incarnation and become the son of Vishnu Yasha At this time, the rulers of the earth will have degenerated into plunderers so, this Yuga Sandhyayam, the conjunction of the Yugas means the last of the twelve, the Shesha Sandhya of the previous Yuga and the Prathama Sandhya of the, the following Yuga together are called the Sandhya. Wow, this is nice. Some technical information. Hmm. According, to Surya, according to the Surya Siddhanta, the Prathama Sandhya of Kali Yuga lasts 36,000 solar years. Prathama Sandhya. So, if we calculate 36,000, I'm just taking out my calculator, times 12, comes to, I don't know if you can see that, 432,000 years, which is the age of Kali Yuga, I mean the duration of Kali Yuga. So, 12 Yugas, Yugas, uh, Sandhyas, and the Prathama, so each is 36,000 years. So he will come in the first of these, first thirty-six in the first thirty-six thousand years he comes. In fact, he came in the first five thousand years already. Lord Chaitanya appeared in the Prathama Sandhya after four thousand five hundred and eighty-six solar years of Kali Yuga had passed. Wow. Chaitanya Simher Navadvipe Avatar Simha Griva Simha Virya Simhera Hunkar. Very nice. Chaitanya Simher Navadvipa Avatar Simha Griva Simha Virya Simhera Hunkar. Thus, the lion like Lord Chaitanya has appeared in Navadvip. He has the shoulders of a lion, the powers of a lion, and the loud voice of a lion. You know, you know how loud the lion's voice is when he roars, especially the male lion. When he roars, it can be heard for five miles in a forest. For five miles. <clears throat> or five kilometers something like that five kilometers or five miles one of those just imagine how far is that the animals can hear five miles away so loud and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu broadcasts this message and Nam Sankirtan 
सिंह ग्रीव सिंह वीर सिंहर हूंकार हूंकार मीन्स रोर ऑफ लैन शेय सिंह वसुक जीवेर हृदय कंदरे कलमश द्विरदनाशे जहार हूंकारे मे दर लायन बी सीटेड इन द कोर ऑफ द हार्ट ऑफ एवरी लिविंग बींग दस विद हिज रिजाउंडिंग रोर मे ही ड्राइव अवे वन एलिफेंटाइन वाइसिस एंड देर इज अ नाइस वर्स इन द श्रीमद इन द पर्पट ऑफ द श्रीमद भागवतम टेक इट आउट Hmm, you see this? This is from the Garuda Puran. Avashena pi yannamni kirtite sarvapatakaihi puman vimuchyate sadhyaha simhatrastair mrigairiva. If one chants the holy name of the Lord, even in a helpless condition or without desiring to do so, all the reactions of his sinful life depart, just as when a lion roars, all the small animals flee in fear. So that holy name he is. roaring chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, and all the sinful life depart just by this chanting this way here is a may that lion be seated in the core of the heart of every living being thus with his resounding roar may he drive away one's elephantine vices all the sinful sins vice means sin basically prathama leelaitar vishvambhar naam this is what yeah bhakti rase bharila dharila bhuta gram in his early pastimes he is known as vishwambhar because he floods the world with the nectar of devotion and thus saves the living beings vishwambhar uh, bhara means to hold vishwam means the universe the holder of the universe vishwambhar of course he holds the universe on the you know hoods of the sankarshan the adishesh also he holds by his you know breathing and he is one who maintaining bhara means not only to hold to also maintain now in that sense also is vishwambhar he is he is providing for every living entity right eko bahunam yo vidhati kaman but in an in a, in a more higher way he he is maintaining this world by introducing the conjugal love the, the uh, loving service because without loving service i mean what are we going to do in this world is simply trouble <clears throat> every other end of is full of trouble the whole material world becomes devoid of any pleasure and becomes just horrible unbearable without the presence of devotional service uh, so therefore he introduces devotional service every now and then and especially in chaitanya mahaprabhu's incarnation he gave life to the population of kaliyuga uh, kaliyugar jeevan so uh, he is the <clears throat> life so vishwambhar he is maintaining the universe with loving devotional service dubhrin dhatur artha poshan dharan pushila dharila prema diya tribhuvan the verbal root is etymology etymology the word vishwambhar is uh, analyzed the verbal root dubhrin which is the root of the word vishwambhar bhara comes from the word dubhrin brin indicates nourishing and maintaining he lord chaitanya nourishes and maintains the three worlds by distributing love of god not just by providing our material necessities and necessities and all that but to give us love of god which is the life 
which is our lifeline shesha leelae dhare naam shri krishna chaitanya shri krishna janaye sab vishwa kaila dhanya in his later pastimes he is known as lord shri chaitanya lord shri krishna chaitanya he blesses the whole world by teaching about the name and fame of lord shri krishna purport wow wow <laughs> such a long purport okay so this is this will be the last verse for today we will read this purport lord chaitanya remained a householder only until his 24th year had passed then he entered the renounced order and remained manifest in his in this material world until his 48th year therefore his sheshalila or the final portion of his activities lasted 24 years some so called vaishnavas say that the renounced order of life was not accepted in the vaishnava sampradaya or disciplic succession until lord chaitanya this is not a very intelligent proposition shri chaitanya mahaprabhu took the sanyas order from shripad keshav bharati who belonged to the sankara sankara sect which approves of only 10 names of san- 10 names for sanyasis long before the advent of shripad shankaracharya however the sanyas order existed in the vaishnava line of vishnu swami in the vishnu swami vaishnava sampradaya there are 10 different kinds of sanyas names and 108 different types of sanyasis who accept the tridanda the triple staff of sanyas this is approved by the vedic rules therefore vaishnava sanyas was existent even before the appearance of shankaracharya although those who know nothing about vaishnava sanyas unnecessarily declare that there is no sanyas in the vaishnava sampradaya actually i did not know of such a controversy okay so there are wow 108 different names of sanyasis whereas in uh, shankaracharya sampradaya or appa sampradaya 10 kinds of sanyasi names During the time of Lord Chaitanya the influence of Shankaracharya in society was very strong people thought that one could accept sanyas only in the disciplic succession of Shankaracharya Lord Chaitanya could have performed his missionary activities as a householder but he found householder life an obstruction to his mission therefore he decided to accept the renounced order sanyas since his acceptance of sanyas was also designed to attract public attention Lord Chaitanya not wishing to disturb the social convention took the renounced order of life from a sanyasi in the disciplic succession of Shankaracharya all the sanyas was also sanctioned in the Vaishnava sampradaya uh, the social convention was that only the shankarites uh, could you know have sanyasi sanyasis so he did not want to disturb much because he wanted to focus more on his mission not to create a controversy about sanyas life no that's not his mission his sanyas was a tool because people were you know um, finding faults with him when he was a grihastha when he was chanting gopi gopi you know he was chanting the gopis names on the beads and some of his uh, you know students they asked him hey how come you are chanting gopis names you should chant krishna's name you know they trying to teach chaitanya mahaprabhu so he said this in this way they will be committing offenses to stop their offenses he took up sanyas because a sanyasi everybody wants respect whether you like him or not you have to pay respects to him so in that way they will be forced to pay respect to me and thus they will be saved otherwise they are going to hell only by doing offenses so to save them he took the sanyas and then he took the sanyas from a shankara shankara sampradaya keshav bharati never mind whatever it is it doesn't matter he did not want to create a much controversy there he in fact he he wanted to stop all controversies as much as possible he did not want people to criticize him because he is the most munificent of all incarnations and if they criticize him of course lord chaitanya doesn't take any offense 
but then what uh, other shelter is there for them so thinking of their welfare uh, so that they won't uh, commit offenses to him and accept his shelter he took shankara i mean sanyas from shankara sampradaya don't disturb the convention so much but and start the vaishnav preaching extensively hmm. but it is not that only shankara sampradaya has sanyasis vaishnav sampradaya also has sanyasis as is nicely presented here in the vishnu swami sect there are sanyasis and detailed 108 different types of sanyas names are there then in the shankara sampradaya there are 10 different names awarded to sanyasis teertha ashrama vana aranya giri parvata sagara saraswati bharati and puri before one enters sanyas he has one of the various names for a brahmachari the assistant to a sanyasi sanyasis with the titles teertha and ashrama generally stay at dwarka and their brahmachari name is swarupa so you see how much rules are there who is swarup whose name was swarup like swarup title in the brahmachari when he was a brahmachari his name well he becomes when he becomes sanyasi he becomes uh, teertha or ashrama and they usually stay at dwarka and those kn- known by the names vana and aranya stay at purushottam or jagannathpuri and their brahmachari name is prakash those with the names giri parvata and sagara generally stay at badrikashram and their brahmachari name is ananda as you know dwarka badrikashram jagannathpuri and rameshwaram is are the four chaturdham or chardham for auspicious uh, pilgrimage sites north east west and south of india um and their brahmachari name is ananda those with the title saraswati bharati and puri who usually live at sringeri in south india and their brahmachari name is chaitanya so he accepted a south indian brahmachari name chaitanya mahaprabhu <coughs> shripad shankaracharya established four monasteries in india in the four directions north south east and west and he entrusted them to four sanyasis who were his disciples now there are hundreds of branch monasteries under these four principal monasteries and although there is an official symmetry among them there are many differences in their dealings the four different sects of these monasteries are known as anandavara bhogavara kitavara and bhumivara and in course of time they have developed different ideas and different slogans according to the regulation of the disciplic succession one who wishes to enter the renounced order in shankara's sect must first be trained as a brahmachari under the a bonafide sanyasi so first before becoming a sanyasi he must be a brahmachari servant assistant to a sanyasi the brahmachari's name is ascertained according to the group to which the sanyasi belongs lord chaitanya accepted sanyas from keshav bharati when he first approached keshav bharati he was accepted as a brahmachari with the name shri krishna chaitanya brahmachari after he took sanyas he preferred to keep the name krishna chaitanya the great authorities in the disciplic succession had not offered to explain why lord chaitanya refused to take the name bharati after he took sanyas from a bharati <coughs> because brahmachari when he becomes sanyas he becomes takes the sanyas name according to that group so chaitanya is brahmachari name and when he becomes sanyas he should be bharati right why so the great authorities in the disciplic succession had not offered to explain why lord chaitanya refused to take the name bharati after he took sanyas from a bha- from a bharati until shrila bhakti siddhant saraswati goswami maharaj volunteered the explanation that because a sanyasi in the shankar sampradaya thinks that he has become the supreme lord chaitanya wanting to avoid such a misconception kept the name shri krishna chaitanya placing himself as an eternal servitor 
a brahmachari is supposed to serve the spiritual master therefore he did not negate that relationship of servitude to his spiritual master accepting such a position is favorable for the relationship between the disciple and the spiritual master see how nicely bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur explained and he himself in his personal example <coughs> he remained a sanyasi and he did not accept the baba ji vesh baba ji is even higher than sanyasi <coughs> gaurgeshwar das baba ji jagannath das baba ji even bhaktivinod thakur accepted baba ji vesh in the last 4 years of his life from 1910 to 1914 he was completely shut off from the rest of the world and he accepted baba ji vesh but bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur he did not accept baba ji vesh because he thought that i am always less than my spiritual master he is baba ji but i will remain a sanyasi because there were so many so called baba jis who were completely nonsense having all illicit affairs so he did not want to give uh, a very light name a light definition of baba ji only gaurgeshwar das baba ji personalities of his stature can have baba ji title even i am not qualified bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur is saying i mean that was his, that was the purport of his behavior that's why he did not accept if bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur claims that he is not uh, worthy enough to for the baba ji uh, <laughs> title what to speak of rascals in the form of debauchees i mean debauchees in the form of so called baba ji and accepting this title so he to to give to you know to uh, establish the respect for the baba ji uh, uh, you know vesh or baba ji uh, title or the devotees who have attained to that stage of transcendental loving service he refrained from accepting that and similar explanation he is giving for chaitanya mahaprabhu's reasoning of why he did not accept the sanyas name and kept his chaitanya name because he did not want to be identified as one who merged into the you know the lord which the mayavadi sanyasis think they do <clears throat> they think they have merged into the lord now they have merged into the false and they have become one with narayan so he wanted to keep as a servant because brahmachari always serves his sanyas guru or his guru who is a sanyasi so to maintain that service to the spiritual master and to krishna and to you know not be identified as one of the mayavadis he kept his brahmachari name the authentic biographies also mention that lord chaitanya accepted the danda rod and begging pot symbolic of the sanyas order at the time he took sanyas all right so we will end it here um then next verse onwards it starts the vedic evidence um the next 51 verses so we will see that in the next saturday and for now i will take questions if any i think there are Okay, first question by Bhakta Virendra. You said in one of the AMAM sessions that no need to say Prabhupada Pranati Mantra and then Panchatattva Mantra before chanting each mala or round. However, before before each, however before chanting each round, I say both the mantras. Kindly clarify. Well, I already gave the answer there. I already gave the answer. So you watch that answer. Since you you were there also AMAM session, you should have known the answer by now. that prabhupada in his chanting if you see his japa the tape you know that audio it is for half an hour right half an hour 36 minutes around there so in that whole 36 minutes you will never find him saying jay shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhar shri, shri vasadi gaur he never says that or he doesn't chant his uh, spiritual masters pranati mantra also uh, we should chant 
in uh, before every session of chanting namo vishnu padaya and jay shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda but not after each round probably not do it that's the reason why i'm saying that but many times it has become an established practice in iskon that after every round they say jay shri krishna chaitanya i was also doing that in beginning few years until prabhu uh, showed me that next question by bhakta virendra please be attentive i mean you, it was there already in the amam session so you know those sessions are dedicated for these kind of questions so when i already answered all that in 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 great detail why again anyway next question by bhakta virendra again just as lord krishna appears once in a day of brahma and also performs his pastimes in different brahmandas or material universes similarly lord chaitanya also appears only once after the appearance of lord krishna in different material universes like ours where he establishes the sankirtan movement and then a question mark uh, well yes next question by bhakta venugopal ha uh, venugopal prabhu um but bhagavatam says every kaliyuga sankirtan is yagya to do in 12th canto 12352 how do we see this 8.6 billion years chance then yes so the sankirtan yagya happens in every kaliyuga but chaitanya mahaprabhu does not come in every kaliyuga if you see in the <clears throat> at the end of chaitanya mahaprabhu i mean at the end of chaitanya charitamrita krishnadas kavraj goswami declared that in the future vyasadeva will come and write extensively on the pastimes of chaitanya mahaprabhu much much more voluminous than the chaitanya charitamrita and probably in the next kali yuga that scripture will you know uh, again um, you know revive the sankirtan yagya so how is going to happen uh, that is different but chaitanya mahaprabhu comes once in every 8.6 billion years but the naam sankirtan happens every kali yuga but how exactly is inaugurated maybe the you know i'm saying maybe which is already, anyway speculation already but I can only imagine because from the statements of the Chaitanya Charitamrita that in the future Vyasadeva will come and elaborately explain everything, the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu it seems. It is declared by Krishna Das Kavraj Goswami. That means next Kali Yuga maybe, the, those, those scriptures will be the guiding light for humanity. So in that way. <coughs> I'll see if I can find that verse. Antya. Okay, you know what? Wait. Um, let me try to take it out, okay? madhyalila that's it
maybe maybe some of you can help me with finding this shlokam in the chaitanya charitamrita Antya 20.87 You see? Here it is. Chaitanya Mangale Iha Likhiyache Sthane Sthane Satya Kohen Aage Vyasa Koriba Varnane In the Chaitanya Mangal, Sri Vindananda Thakur Actually, Chaitanya Bhagavat was known as Chaitanya Mangal. Then later on, Lochandas Thakur wrote another Chaitanya Mangal. So then, Chaitanya Mangal of Vrindavandas Thakur was changed, changed into Chaitanya Bhagavat. So at the time of this writing of Chaitanya Charitamrita, it was still known as Chaitanya Mangal. So in the Chaitanya Mangal, Srila Vrindavandas Thakur, who is actually incarnation of Vyasadeva, has stated in many places the factual truth that in the future, Vyasadeva will describe the Lord's pastimes elaborately. <coughs> We'll read this. The statement Age Vyasa Koribe Varnane is similar to a text in Chaitanya Bhagavat uh, Adikhanda 1.118, which Vrindavandas Thakur says, Shesha Khande Chaitanya Ananta Vilas Vistarya Varnite Achena Veda Vyas. The unlimited pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will be described by Vyasadev in the future. Srila Bhaktisiddhan Saraswati Thakur says that these statements indicate that in the future, other representatives of Vyasadev will elaborately describe Lord Chaitanya's pastimes. The purport is that any pure devotee in the disciplic succession who describes the pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is confirmed to be a representative of Vyasadeva. So, in that way. Um, next question by Bhakta Virendra. Were the Sanat Kumaras in Shantaras? Uh, yes, they were in Shantaras, but they were also appreciating, as I already discussed earlier. Appreciation and glorification of the Lord is already Dasya. That is already service to him, service with the mouth. Next question by Bhaktin Manajakshi. Prabhuji, then 71 Divya Yugas means 71 times 4 Yugas. Repeat. We are in the 7th Manmantra. So then Lord Rama, Krishna, Adi have all already incarnated 7 times. No. No, it's not like that. Seven times means every Manu they come. No, it's not every Manu they come. Not every Manmantra. They come every one day of Brahma. Once in one thousand cycles of... Once in one one thousand Divya Yugas. Or rather, the space of two thousand Divya Yugas. Because night also is the same duration. But there's no Yugas there. But it's night. But such duration. A duration of two thousand Divya Yugas between each time Krishna comes. But Rama is not mentioned like that. But Krishna is mentioned like that. You see? And actually, I have a question which I do not know the exact answer of. That it is said that Lord Ram seated Vibhishan on the throne of Lanka. And Vibhishan ruled Lanka for one kalpa which is one Divya Yuga. If that is true, that means from Treta Yuga all the way to another Treta Yuga. That means Dwapar Yuga, Kali Yuga, Satya Yuga, he should have been ruling. 
means this Kali Yuga, where is the Vibhishan? That means maybe it's not even this Treta Yuga that Ram came. That is one of my thoughts. I mean, sometimes it is said that it's this Treta Yuga and sometimes it is. That, that Vibhishan, that one Kalpa, that thing in Ramayana, it is said. Um, I'm thinking whether it's this, even this Divya Yuga also. So it's not that every Divya Yuga he comes as Ram and Krishna like that. No. Krishna only comes once in a day of Brahma. It's not seven times, not every man mantra he comes. So whether particular incarnation takes place at particular yugas? Yeah. If so, then Lord Rama, Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Adi take incarnation 71 times in a day of Brahma? What are you saying? <laughs> if so, then same Atmas take birth along with particular incarnations. Hmm. Bhakta Peter is saying, they say Ram came 2.5 million years back. Yes. I also believe that. I also... But then, only the statement of Ramayana where Vibhishan has ruled Lanka for one Kalpa, that statement is, you know, a little bit um, how to reconcile. That, is, that, was, that was what I was thinking. Anyway, so... Um, Venugopal is saying, some place I read Vibhishan is also Chiranjeevi because Ram because of Ram's mercy. So he was there in deep sea even now also. He is there in the deep sea. Probably. I don't know where you read this. Some place. It has to be some kind of a authoritative place. Maybe it's I mean possible because Vyasadev is there and he is there in the Bhadri, I mean in the Uttara Badri, Badrikashram. But normal people cannot see him, but he's there. So, it can be like that also, Vibhishan, you know. So, yeah. So, but it's not uh, 71 times in a day of Brahma, where? It's only once in a day of Brahma. And in one day of Brahma, there are seven ma- 14 Manus. And only in the 7th Manu, 28th cycle only he comes. At the end of Dvaparyu. Why? How come you are saying 77 times or 71 times or what is this? Only once. Then, uh, next question by Bhaktin Manajakshu. When Lord comes, He comes with his association devotees. Whether the same Atmas come every time with the same information? Um, his eternal associates are the same. Like Mother Yashoda is the same. Uh, Arjuna is the same. That's why He says, Bahuni me vyati tane janmani tavacha Arjuna. Tanya ham veda sarvani natvam vetha parantapa. Bhagavad Gita, He says, Let's see. Both you and I have passed many births together. But I remember all of them, but you do not. So that means every time the same Arjuna is coming with him. So they come, all the eternal associates, but then there are also other associates, like the demigods, who change over time. Like Indra, after every Manmantra, the Indra also changes, you know, like that. There is different uh, devatas who will come and assist, in, assist the Lord in his pastimes. Uh, but uh, the eternal associates are always the same. <clears throat> Bhakta Peter is saying they say Jambavan's son uh, Jambavan is son of Brahma and has been alive for very long time he is very very old yeah even with Ram time he was there and he was fighting for Ram and then in Krishna's time he fought with Krishna for 28 days 28 days you know so long after so many thousands and millions of years he still fought for 28 days you know just imagine so Next question by Bhakta Virendra. Madhuriras, Vipralamba Bhava, Radha Krishna Bhakti, having Gopi, Seva, Bhava and Krishna Loka, all these higher principles were given to Gaudiya Vaishnavas by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu through his Sankirtan movement. 
which he preached by Shri Prabhupada to his followers by the process of chanting and following four regulatory principles. My question is, in the present age, will the followers of Sri Prabhupada following the teachings of Lord Chaitanya and chanting holy names attain love of Godhead by the mercy of Guru and Krishna? Of course. You still doubt it? Of course. Why not? We should not have any doubts in this. <clears throat> Bhakta Peter is saying, they say, the same Ram, they, sir, the same, they say, that's, Ram has appeared many times, but it is the same Jambon in every yuga, he is so old. I don't know who is saying this. Again, I want Vedic evidence, otherwise, you know, we cannot make up stories. You know, unless we find that kind of evidence. And then next by Vanaja, Bhakti Manajakshi. We have taken birth in Kali, which means we have never taken birth where Bhagwan was when Bhagwan was here. At least in animal yoni. And whatever it is, we are still here. Whether we came at the time when Lord Chaitanya was here or whether not, whatever it is, we are still here now. That's the most important thing. And we have not developed love of Godhead. So we need to work on it. So, if we were his personal associate, we would have we would not have been here, right? So we were not. I mean, so that's why we are here. Now we have to make up for it and go back to him. Alright, I think that's the end of the question and answer session. Um, well, I'll conclude here. श्री चैतन्य चरितामृत की जाए, श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु की जाए, श्रील रूप गुस्सामी की जाए, कृष्णदास के विराज गुस्सामी की जाए, श्रील प्रभुपाद की जाए, अनंत कोड़ी वैष्णव वृंद की जाए, निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा